This show is brought to you in part by Temple Sporting Goods, powered by AdCraft. For more information on creating great gear for your team, contact them at 563-243-1304 or at templesports.com. Hey, NAIA football fans, this is Corey Thorpe here for another edition of the NAIAF Ball Podcast. I have no John Cooper this week with me, but who I do have is Tim Harris, the head coach of the fledgling upstart after a 60-plus year hiatus from football, Florida Memorial Lions. Coach, how are you doing this evening? I'm great, sir. I appreciate having an opportunity to be on with you tonight. Hey, we're, we're glad to have you on. Uh, we're excited for the growth of football in South Florida. Um, it's it's really a, a, a big thing um, for the NAIA down there. Um, let's start off talking about some of your, um, some of your, your, your close, uh, geographical, uh, friends or foes down there. Uh, St. Thomas, um, have, have they, uh, have y'all been able to chat with them about, uh, make, uh, creating a program from, from scratch? Yeah, Coach uh, and his staff at uh, St. Thomas University has been uh, real great, you know, with me and, and my staff and overall, and, you know, with our president and, and their president, you know, uh, has been great in terms of helping us put everything together with them doing it last year. They did an excellent job in terms of, you know, the way they were able to, to put the program together to move forward, to be able to be very competitive. And, uh, and we look, and we love the direction in terms of what they're going in. So it's been great helping us, you know, really learn all the details in terms of, uh, from the NAIA standpoint, from a rule standpoint, from a compliance standpoint as well, and, and helping us through, you know, solving all the emission type of things that's a little different, you know, especially for myself, you know, coming from high school. So they have been a great help for me, you know, all the schools. You know, in this area, from Ava Maria, Kaiser, you know, has really did a great job in terms of our relationship and have a chance to be able to, to talk and, and, and fellowship with those, with these coaches here in this area. And all of us pretty much in the, you know, we all in the south area here from Naples to Palm Beach and, you know, in Miami Dade County and Miami Gardens as well. So there's been, there's been a great experience and great coaches, you know, that in this field that really look out for the big picture and helping, you know, a fellow co-worker, you know, prepare and all of us in it to making sure that we develop and get young students ready to graduate and do a great job and have a great college experience. And I appreciate them so much. Coach, I, I can't imagine what it's got to be like um, you, we talked about St. Thomas. They had one major advantage over you in that they weren't trying to do this in the middle of a pandemic. Um, you know, that's that's not exactly something you, you predict. Uh, how have y'all dealt with the realities that COVID has brought and um, created culture uh, in the midst of this pandemic? It's been different, you know, starting off with, with the uh, season overall, getting kids into the university and uh, getting ready for spring ball. We had, you know, two spring practices and then, you know, the pandemic, this, this uh, COVID-19 thing hit us and, and it's been different. So what we've been 
trying to do overall as a university and then, you know, fellowshipping with all the other schools, you know, in the friendships and relationships in the country in terms of what they're doing to making sure that we try to bring it close as possible, you know, together using the Zoom, you know, concept and the Zoom philosophy in terms of communicating, you know, with the students, keeping them, you know, advanced in terms of, of that area with the students, making sure they they safe, they're healthy, you know, they stand safe as well. And and just showing that support and that love, you know, getting everything together without even getting into any football stuff. You know, now we're just trying to do that part of it now through the Zoom format of it and uh to getting the kids familiar and getting them into the input and installs of football, trying to get back to that. But the biggest part is just continue to just conversate and have a relationship that we continue to still build because everything was still new to us as a staff and we was learning the students that we was bringing in on the campus. And now we have to, we had to create those relationships and communication gaps far away, you know, based on the COVID-19 situation. But we feel like we made the best of it and hopefully it can bring us together even more in terms of, you know, going through this part of what's happening with COVID. Now, Coach, you, uh, at, at a previous stop, you were at um, Miami's Booker uh, T. Washington High School, and a lot of your coaching staff has kind of those South Florida ties. Before that, uh, you were on staff at the U. Um, talk about how uh, y'all are bringing a South Florida feel, um, you know, coaching and recruiting-wise to uh, to the football team. Yeah, I've been very blessed you know, to be able to uh, have the, the five years that I had at uh, University of Miami because Randy Shannon, you know, gave me an opportunity. Really taught me a lot of things about the whole overall because I was his assistant. You know, when I was there overall, teaching me, you know, all the the insides of making sure about organizations and and, and covering all the. The, the mission, that even though they had people in an operational standpoint taking care of those things, but I was able to, to get my notepad out and be able to learn how to continue to be, you know, a head coach, even being an assistant at the same time. That really helped me grow and still learn the fundamentals of teaching, you know, at the college level from that opportunity. And then I had to go back, I went to opportunity to go back to high school and continue to go. I took that information back to high school and it really showed that I have grown from that standpoint as well. And we did a great job in South Florida from there. And then Al Golden had an opportunity to bring me back to Miami and a coach and a running back. And that continued to help my growth, you know, as a college position coach to be able to continue to organize and know what it takes from a recruiting standpoint as well. And, uh, and, and I can help me really reach the certain point and help me prepare for the moment that I'm in now. You know, I think all of the ties that I had at Miami and at South Florida really have grown together. Then my relationship with the South Florida coaches has really uh, continued to, to get tighter and grow, and they really understand the impact in terms of our philosophy, even as a high school coach, that we want to make sure that we graduate our student-athletes and and making sure that they are, uh, you know, be in position to go to college from an academic standpoint, not even talking athletically. But if they can get in academically, 
you know, they're very sound to be able to play at a higher level from that point. But that was the goal. And uh, being able to be here at Florida Memorial University from the South Florida tribe, the thing that you just brought up, and that's what I tried to do in my recruiting coaching standpoint is bringing in some South Florida high school coaches that really deserve an opportunity to be able to show that they can coach college football. And, and all that we need and, and a lot of coaches need is an opportunity. So and that we went and I went and we visited all the different top high schools here in South Florida, and I grabbed a coach from each one of those schools to bring it together to be able to build a nice South Florida mega coaches base right here to making sure that we can, you know, do a great job here in South Florida and and, and being able to get the right student athletes here at Florida Mobile University that's coming to making sure that they, they come in here to, to, to get a degree. You know, I thought of tomorrow that's been our biggest base and, and compete and win championships. And we feel at this point we have done a, a great job in that area and making sure that we have a good South Florida base, you know, here at Florida Memorial University. And as well, we did a great job in Palm Beach. We feel good in Broward County. We did great in, in Atlanta and we brought some Tallahassee and uh, South Georgia as well, as well as Orlando. Area. We did a great job in terms of mixing it up with all the great coaches that we have here in the state of Florida. We tried to make sure that we bring all of that to Florida Memorial University, and we felt we did that for this upcoming season. Coach, we, uh, we John and I, uh, we, we live just south of Tallahassee, so uh, we, are, we are aware that uh, from, from the very south, end of the state to the very northwest corner of the state there is talent to be had in every nook and cranny in florida but let's uh let's talk some ball um your your offense here that you're going to be running um kind of give us a a thirty thousand foot view of of what you're wanting to do uh with your offense we we definitely want to make sure that we run the football we want to be a great team and run the ball well and we want to be able to do some things in the formation part of football that can be able to identify, you know, what is the greatest matchups that we can be able to, to put together and be able to execute, you know, at the same time. But the key for us, we feel that, you know, in this league, watching this league and, and uh, since I've been here in terms of our evaluation and, and, and and doing all the research that we have to do in terms of watching the great job that all these coaches do in this league offensively, we really understood one thing, that if you run the ball well, you can have an opportunity to win. And that's what we want to make sure that we really focus in that area is running the ball well. And But we also want to make sure that we be able to show formations that can be able to create some matchups that we can take advantage of you know, at any game setting or any down and distance situation. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, you've got Coach Stork heading up your defense over there. Uh, what kind of um, what kind of defense are y'all looking to run, and uh, what are some of your um, kind of ideas? Y'all going to be a uh, more of a, um, a de- defense that creates chaos, or or a defense that. Uh, Plays a little more bend, but don't break. Well, the first thing that we definitely, you know, have to do, and I think that we're focusing on is get a defense that do a great job tackling. 
You know, we want to definitely do a great job in our tackling format. You know, we want to be sound in that. You know, from a front standpoint, you're going to be in some four. You're going to be in some odd fronts. But we want to make sure that we can do a great job tackling. And we can be able to do that and, and do a great job in our game planning that we can be able to stop the explosive plays that's coming from a lot of these great offenses that's here, you know, in this, in this league and, uh, in the uh, Mid-South Conference League. So we just got to make sure we tackle well. We got the game plan well to making sure that, you know, we do not give up explosive plays and we feel like that we can accommodate tackling and do a great job game planning not giving up explosive plays, you know, we'll be in a position to be able to, you know, to be in every game, you know, so that's what we, uh, you know, searching at from now, you know, but from, you know, from a standpoint of, you know, like I say, we're going to be in some odd fronts, we're going to be in some even fronts, and then we're going to be able to, you know, mix the coverages up a little bit, you know, and, and, and work from there. But the key thing for us is being a great tackling team. That's, that's the thing that we definitely have to make sure that we, We'd be sound with his tackle. So let's take a look at the schedule coming up. I know, um, you know, obviously y'all had your schedule all set and, you know, y'all are ready to go. And then COVID hits, you have to change your schedule all up. Um, you know, the one game I wanted to ask about, I know it's no longer on the schedule, but I, I, I really wanted to, to highlight the Big Cat Classic. Um, those, those, uh, classic games are some of the most fun and ferocious matchups that you're going to see in college football. Um, can you talk about your your uh, relationship and uh, and the burgeoning rivalry between y'all and Edward Waters? Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, that's that's one game that I'm definitely looking forward to. Based on uh, even being a high school coach, you know, and knowing all the different coaches and and having the opportunity not just to be able to talk ball with them and, and fellowship with them and then when you get an opportunity to be in this position and then we now move into a point that you're playing them and, and realizing once I got to Florida Motor University that it was uh, considered a rivalry, you know, game overall, you know, from that standpoint. So unfortunately at this point we're not able to play that game. But uh, we were definitely looking forward to it and hopefully, you know, in the future, you know, the, the schedules can be in position that we can definitely get that rivalry from a football standpoint, you know, going. And I know on both sides, of, from Jacksonville as well as here in Miami Gardens, that we will be definitely looking forward to that matchup, you know, one day and in the future. I, I know we will, like like I said, where, where we are, you know, Jacksonville's just a hop, skip, and a jump over. Um, so that would definitely be a fun one to, to catch. Now, the big game that's, that's, you know, I would presume that, that you have, the, the fans have quote unquote circled on their, on their schedule is a Halloween matchup with Southern. Um, talk about that game and, and, uh, what you're looking forward to about going to Baton Rouge. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's one game that, that, you know, that came out of, you know, uh, came out of nowhere, but we had an opportunity to be able to, for our ABs to be able to get together and, uh, and feel that, that deal with that game. We was kind of worried about it, you know, through the COVID that would have happened. But, you know, we are blessed to be able to, and I do appreciate, you know, Southern head coach and their staff and 
to give us an opportunity for a new program to be able to come, you know, in their homecoming on Halloween. You know, it's a tough matchup for us. It's something that we're reaching real hard for. You know, we already have a, a tough schedule as it is, you know, in our conference, in, the, in our division alone, to be able to now add in, you know, a one double team, you know, on the schedule as well. So it's something that, you know, we're embracing well here at Florida Memorial University to be able to, to put ourselves in position to see, you know, where we at and what type of training and development that we definitely have to do to be able to just be, you know, in the game, you know, with, with a team like Southern who's so experienced in their coaching and so, uh, you know, high profile and do an excellent, I mean, an awesome job, you know, watching them, you know, being able to just go to, YouTube and just see some things that they do, you know, and just been amazing of the talent. And then getting kids from down here in South Florida, because all the kids that, that they have recruited from South Florida have done a great job there as well. So it's something that for us, it'll be something, it'll be, you know, be something that we're looking forward to at the same time, but we're going to have to be perfect, almost perfect as possible for us to even be close to be in a game like that. But, but we're excited about it, our university, our, our kids, our community, and, and, uh, and we're looking forward to going to Baton Rouge and, uh, and having an opportunity to, to play against the best. Coach, before we let you go, um, something that's really been on my mind since we started talking about getting this interview scheduled uh, has been just the racial unrest in this country and uh, I've, I've heard several times about um, folks uh, being allies for for people of, of color. What does that look like um, in terms of being a, a football coach, being a a teammate or a player and, and trying to figure out what that means for your, your teammates and, and what does it mean for the, the general public to you? To me, it's something that, you know, this uh, type of racism that, that happens in America, you know, consistently is something that we just got to continue to keep educating, you know, our young people about, you know, how we have to, it is unfortunate that we always have to over teach, you know, what, what we, what we trying to do or what we have to do to make sure that, that we be treated, you know, fairly like anyone else, you know, in this country. And, and, and as we understand history and all the stuff that we continue to learn from and continue to, to uh, teaching kids and, and looking at, you know, Black Lives Matter, you know, documentaries and everything that's coming on television at this point that can try to get the focus of our attention to making sure that we continue to learn, you know, about the history that's been before us and helping us prepare for the, the things that are happening to us now, you know, each day here in America. But, you know, from that standpoint, what I'm trying to say is you know, and I know we, you know, as as black people, we, we get upset because we always in training and everybody think that we always trying to use a race card 
but it always popped back up because it's always attacking, you know, young people, mid-age people, older people, you know, of color. It don't matter what your, you know, my grandson is seven years old and he's, and now we have to educate him even at seven mm. on some things that might be occurring in his future that he has to be prepared for and learning about all the stuff that they see on TV. And you can try not to like have them to watch it or see it, but we got to educate them. We got to educate our students, you know, every day and going, going over things with them about, you know, how to deal with all the scenarios that pop up, you know, not just from officers, you know, and that's a big part of what we are going through, but even going to a department store in a mall, there's a negative to a, to a black young man going into a store and it, and it shouldn't be that way, you know? So we just trying to make sure we consistently preparing, you know, ourselves, even myself as a, as a grown man to making sure that I understand how to put myself in position when I'm confronted with something, you know, that, that I got to stay in a certain type of positive element to making sure that it comes out right. You know, so, you know, we just all consistently, you know, trying to learn and doing the right thing as black people here in America. And, and, and we all feel like if I do the right thing, if I go to work, go to school, get an education, and I should be, you know, treated in that manner because I I went to college. I do things the right way. I you know I go and get a degree. I got a I got a job. I got a I'm raising my family right. I'm a father. I'm a I'm a husband. You know, so we're doing the right thing. And then at the end of the day, you know, we we doing all of this stuff and then we get pointed with something and then none of that matters anymore. Like, you know, so we still want the, our young black men to be able to understand because of some things that happen, don't give up on doing things the right way for your future, you know, because we hopefully, you know, like all our ancestors and, and leaders have told us in the past that things, you know, hopefully it'll get better. And we just got to continue to put ourselves in position as, as, as black men to continue to, to continue to rise, you know, over that top. And, and that's what we try to definitely work on with all our student athletes, you know, at Florida Memorial University. That's good stuff right there. That's that's challenging. Um, I, I mean, it's it's things that, that I don't have to think about, and that's the definition of, of privilege right there. And, and the more I can understand what other people are going through, the, the, the better I can be. Well, Coach, we absolutely loved having you on the podcast. We look forward to seeing some Florida Memorial football coming up this year. Um, you know, hopefully we, we get us some football this year. I know we are all just absolutely craving some sports um of, of of any sort. I mean, there are people watching golf now, coach. Yeah, I know. Hey, I was just 
me and my wife are getting we were here watching the uh, the car racing just <laughs> now. And, uh, he just said we can't believe we sitting here watching car racing. You know, like okay, okay. <laughs> hey, you you do you we do what you gotta do. Before, but it was exciting. I've been excited watching it because it's kind of it's different. You know, so it was something that we you know pretty much never did before. Because we never really have time to watch NASCAR, uh, uh, you know, anything like that. But today, for some reason, our television was eating dinner and the television was on the, uh, the racing, the car racing, NASCAR thing. But it's been exciting watching it, you know. So I think it might be a little more exciting watching it live than on television. That's what I heard. I, I can imagine. I, I, would think that 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 engine noise would would bring a little bit of 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 an added uh, <laughs> injection of adrenaline into your system. <laughs> well, coach, like I said, we are looking forward to seeing y'all, and uh, we will talk to you later. Thank you very much. I appreciate you for having me on. Absolutely. All right. So that was our interview with Coach Tim Harris of Florida Memorial. Uh, first year program out of Miami, literally about 15 minutes away from St. Thomas. They are really sister campuses down there. Um, I don't have John tonight, uh, but I do have his picks. And we're, and I'm going to talk a little bit Mid-South Sun Division football. Um, last year, Kaiser uh, had a great year. Um, just lost to Cumberland's in in the playoffs. Um, you know, talking to Coach Sosha early on in the summer, you can go back and catch those episodes or that episode of the NAIF Ball Podcast. Uh, you know, we talked about the fact that they did learn a lot as a team uh, about that loss to Cumberland's and and kind of saw what the standard was. Uh, they've got a lot coming back. Um, I don't. We were on the Coach Coquel show, John and I were, um, a couple weeks ago probably at this point, talking Mid-South Sun, um, you know, and just talking about Eli Matthews coming back at quarterback, the two-headed monster of Burgess and Elam at running back, Caleb Walls at wide receiver, uh, having Cheryl and Bell coming back along the offensive line, um, and then Sage Chin Young at defensive back. Um, who is definitely big-time talent uh, in South Florida there. Had six interceptions a year ago. Your big program that's going to challenge, uh, you're, you're looking at, at Southeastern with uh, Coach Rivas there entering his first year at Southeastern, taking over. Um, there they also return a lot of players. Uh, Cooper Jones at quarterback uh, threw 26 touchdowns to only seven interceptions a year ago. Brian Bell, um, when he's healthy, he's one of the best running backs um, in the nation in the NAIA, um, and and I think he is back a hundred percent. So look for that explosiveness to be back out of Brian Bell. And you've got Parker, Lauren Parker, that they've got back. Uh, you know, they've got just a ton of players. Now, they do lose a couple of O-linemen, a couple of defensive backs, linebacker, the, the entire middle of their defense, so to speak. Um, 
And so Coach Rivas has just got to get that team together in the midst of COVID um, and really put his stamp on the program. Uh, you just heard about Florida Memorial coming up and doing that um, and putting together that team in the midst of a pandemic. Um, Weber and Warner are, are there. They're no slouches. Um, Weber was, uh, you know, a possession away from knocking off Reinhardt in the first game last season. Um, you know, they, they have potential to, to reach up and, and, and grab you if you're not careful. Um, you know, Warner and Ave Maria um, are, are going to need to improve to catch Kaiser and Southeastern. Um, St. Thomas will too, but as a second-year program, we've kind of got some hope for them um, to, to make a lot of gains in year two. They were only, um, you know, years year or two's worth of growth along the lines and good recruiting along the lines of, of challenging, really, for the Sun Division Championship. Um, so let's get to the getting, let's get to the picking. Um, John and I here are really going in the same direction. We, we agree on what we're seeing out of the Sun Division. We think that Kaiser is going to take the division for the second straight year. Um, so they will get that berth into the playoffs. Um, kind of a dark horse for us both is St. Thomas. We both think that St. Thomas has the potential um, with those athletes they have on the edge um, to really do big things if they can improve their line play. Um, that is a team that has the full support of the administration. Uh, not that other folks don't, but I don't see a whole lot of university presidents donning a football uniform and, and going out and, and, and hitting. That's, that's a different level of, of uh, commitment from your administration. Some of your presidents you might not want to put on pads in football practice. Um, but their, their football coach and their president have this very unique bond of, of football um, that I think uh, portends well for them. Both John and I have them as our dark horse, kind of our surprise out of the sun. Now the big question is going to be this. Last year, Southeastern had a really good run, uh, losing only to Kaiser, and they were on the outside looking in. So the question remains, does the Sun get into teams? Neither John nor I think so, unfortunately. Um, as the Sun division grows and gets better and not that it's not already good but as you bring florida memorial and st thomas fully online recruiting that miami area these sun division teams are going to be a problem for the rest of the nation um you know i i, I know that Cumber, cumberland's has this gaudy 30-game win streak in the state of Florida. Um, but I don't think that's going to last much longer. I definitely think the Sun Division is going to 
start climbing the ranks of the most elite divisions in NAI football. Um, anybody who's going to be able to recruit the Miami area well is going to have a great chance at whatever level they are. So, to recap, both John and I are picking Kaiser to repeat as division champs. Um, we're both saying to watch out for St. Thomas. It might be your surprise team this year. And that only Kaiser is going to make it to the playoffs. Um, I'll go so far as to say that Kaiser de- uh, Kaiser makes it out of the first round this year. Um, almost regardless of who they face. Um, based on based on what I'm hearing out of how the playoffs are going to be tweaked a little bit, um, it might be a slightly easier road to hope for the Mid-South teams. Um, and, and I think this gives Kaiser a chance to uh, kind of get back what they um, what they left out on the field in 2019. So until next time, when uh, we take a look at another division, interview another head coach, and talk some more football, we will see y'all later. Hey guys, Corey here. If you enjoy our show and the coverage of small college football we provide, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash NAIFball. In doing so, you help support small college football media coverage. For the next 20 or so $3 patrons, we will send you a limited edition holographic NAIF ball sticker. These are gorgeous, and we only have a limited amount to send out. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash NAIF ball and become a patron today.